being authentic is honestly the most important thing. Like I said, consumers are getting smarter. We see through the the bullshit. Mm -hmm. Um, And millennials, especially in the younger generations, like we will choose a product that's inferior because we like the brand more. The BBS podcast starts now. Emily, thanks for coming on the BVS podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Jeff. I'm really excited. This is this is this is fun. This is going to be great. Um, so so share 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 with me who you are. What what do you do? That is a broad question. <laughs> um, so What's your story. I am a Calgary transplant out of Toronto. Cool. Um, I have a marketing company. I've been doing this thing for the last two and a half years. Um, before that, I was working in ad agencies and doing some really cool things. Got to write some copy for Elton John and and George Michael and some really cool stuff in my early days. Did you get to meet Elton John? No, but uh, (laughs) one of the gentlemen who worked at that agency, uh, Elton's husband is from Canada, so they have a house in Peterborough. Oh, cool. And he got to like go to Elton John's house and hang out with him and David. And you couldn't swing that? No, everybody in the office was like losing their minds trying to like get on his good side. We're like, Greg, take us. And it was no good. That's funny. But yeah, that was cool. So uh, now I started my own company. I had kind of a crazy few years I within a week um, I left my boyfriend I moved into my own condo and became financially independent for the first time ever which was not scary Um, and quit my job and decided to go full-time with a contract freelance kind of build my business thing and it was terrifying like I remember I had no furniture like I had nothing it was like a total refresh on my life yeah and I remember just like sitting on the floor of my new condo crying being like will I even be able to afford this what have I just done yeah um and luckily you know I've had some pretty cool growth and really amazing opportunities. I get to work on some really cool stuff. Um, So primarily focus on, I do offer full stack marketing solutions, but my specialty has always been copywriting and social media. Um, I got an English degree. It was like the most expensive book club I was ever in. (laughs) But uh, it it taught me a lot. Um, It taught me a lot about critical thinking and how to communicate. And then I kind of fell into social media and just loved it. I love that being able to connect directly with the con- the consumer, the customer, right. um, being able to build that community and share those stories. Yeah. So it just was a natural fit for me, and luckily something that I was good at and something people are willing to pay me for. So I was like, nice, let's right let's do the damn thing. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, social media is so interesting. I mean, it's it's been around for a while now, and has sure. had many different forms over the years. And uh, in 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 2019, right now, like. I feel like the state of social media is kind of in an interesting place. Totally. Um, maybe in terms of saturation, how many people are using it, how ingrained it is in everyone's life now mm-hmm. in terms of what they um, consume and do. So like for you, what's what's the state of social media in 2019? Um, I think it's definitely changing. I mean, it's certainly moved towards a pay-to-play environment. Um, you know, organic reach, organic impressions, like all of this stuff is dropping. People, business, there are just so many new businesses joining social media, so yeah. many people. And there's so much content being pushed out because everyone does content, you know, marketing strategies, which is great. Yeah. Um, it definitely has its place and, and provides a lot of value, but you're competing for a limited set of eyes. Not limited eyes, but they're limited in how long they're spending on these platforms, right? And so uh, the competition is just stiffer than ever. And so 
the need for really strong content and really strong point of view is uh, really important these days. Yeah. Do you feel like it's, I, I, I mean, you touched on that uh, before, but like, is it, is it too saturated right now? Do you think? I think so. There was an interesting article um, that I was sent the other day by Tyler Chisholm from Clear Motive. Yeah. And it's about how there's these like factories, these businesses of people just pushing out content, like those meme accounts, you know, right. and all of the, like, it's great. Which we, I love. Me too. Like, I I'm know. all about a shit post. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's, it's getting in the way of what advertisers want to do. Right. I also think it's interesting because there's a lot of news out there about, you know, social media struggles and whatever, but it's the media putting out that out. They want advertiser dollars to be spent with them, right? Yeah. So it also is who do you trust about what's happening in this world? Right. Um, but I think, I think people, I think the users are getting smarter. I think that they're more aware. They know what they want. Yeah. Um, and I think that's going to lead into some really interesting shifts in what we're seeing on social media in 2020 um, with like advertising and things like that. You know, a lot of people like I'll see ads for baby stuff. Right. And I'm like, I don't have a baby. But because I'm a woman, <laughs> yeah. who's, you know, whatever age living in this place. Childbearing age. Yeah, totally. I've been targeted by these ads. Right. And it's like but like having really precise targeting is going to be, you know, important. Like people don't want to yeah. see stuff that doesn't relate to them. Yeah. So so in. in in terms of what you're saying, like how how do you shine through? Then is it is it the pay to play to be able to like rise above what you're doing? Is it terms of like quality content? Is it's, it consistency or is it kind of like a mix of all three? It's all of those, and it's also for the pay to play environment. Like that's beneficial if you have budget. There's a lot of small businesses out there, mom and pop shops, independent contractors, yeah. people starting up. You know, people with young businesses like us. Yeah, um, we don't have the five thousand dollar a month budget to right. spend on ads that other companies do. Yeah. Um, so leveraging more organic opportunities um, can be really good. One thing that has been really successful that I've seen in the past is leveraging groups. I know it's kind of like an obvious statement a little bit, but mm -hmm. it really is a meaningful way to build engagement and interaction in an organic way and not have to spend that, that revenue right. towards an ad budget, yeah. right? Um, we've seen, I saw success with that. I used to work uh, with GoRV in Canada. Mm -hmm. They're huge. Right. Um, and so we were noticing big organic decline. And so, you know, we came up with this idea of doing groups. And so we started one around campfire cooking because everybody wants, you know, campfire recipes for when they go RVing, go camping. Yes. And, you know, within a few months, we had hundreds of followers. We would seed content occasionally, but it was a self-perpetuating entity and allowed people to connect with the brand. Yeah, it's a little ecosystem. Totally. In a way. Keep them in that walled garden, right? Yeah, that's smart. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that. That's it's, ni it's nice inside, yeah. but once you leave. <laughs> so, so I mean, you have your core social media platforms like uh, uh, Facebook, Twitter, um, Instagram, mm -hmm. LinkedIn. YouTube. Uh, you, YouTube. How can you forget? You can't forget YouTube. Cannot. It's huge. It is huge. Huge right now. Um, do, do you see anything kind of coming up in the next couple of years that, that people haven't really thought about or um, is going to see maybe a resurgence or, or is well, going to kind of drop off or maybe what kind of trends are you, are you seeing? That is a good question. World? I think that... Um, you know, there's there's TikTok, but it's all interesting because it's all just iterations, right? Yeah. Like TikTok. Everyone's talking about TikTok now. They're like, TikTok's going to explode. Well, it has. I mean, within, I guess it has. Yeah. I don't sure. rem remember the numbers, but it was something like in their first quarter it was like 800 
million people downloaded this app or something right. insane. And but it's all it is is a repurposed version of Vine, which was like a pre-sale to Twitter. Yeah, uh, but you know, oh, I love th- Vine so much. Totally, we it all the miss best. it. Yeah, yes. and so TikTok is you know re- that research, but it's yeah. just an iteration of something we've already had. And so, True. is that really developing new avenues? I don't know. Yeah. And you know, a lot of marketers are talking about TikTok. They've done a great job at targeting 16 to 24 year olds. If that's your demographic, get on TikTok. Like you will have success there. That's the that's the audience primarily that's using it. Right. Um, but if you're you know selling business related stuff or something that's a little bit of an older demographic, yeah. you're going to be wasting your time. Yeah. So without giving away all, like all of your secrets and stuff, like, mm-hmm. and 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 we touched on this, but like, what what would be like your recipe for for social media success? So again, oh, number one, hire you, of course. <laughs> of course, I mean that's a surefire way yeah. to get success. Um, but being authentic is honestly the most important thing. Like I Very said, true. consumers are getting smarter. We see through the the bullshit, mm-hmm. um, and millennials, especially in the younger generations, like we will choose a product that's inferior because we like the brand more. Right. Um, because that matters to us. We yeah, want to spend. Don't our- like being sold to. No, and I think the biggest thing um, is that like it has to be. Sorry, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> I'm learning. I had a really good. good- this is being live streamed all all, all all over the country right now. Please do some good editing. <laughs> <laughs> so, are we still good? No, we're good. Yeah, okay, I'm just checking it out. That, that looks awesome, though. Great. Be so, being. Coming back, um, being authentic is really important. You know, consumers have evolved from wanting to be sold this unrealistic dream to wanting to opt into the dream. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we don't want to see the airbrushed. We want to see the authentic. You know, that's why there's all these really interesting movements that are happening online around inclusivity and authenticity. And I think as simple as that concept is, it's really important to have an authentic brand. Yeah. Explain inclusivity. Yeah. Explain that word to me. Also, yeah, say how you properly say it. Inclusivity. Yeah, that word. I'll use it in a sentence. So. Expand. So, you know, for a long time, there's been whitewashing and advertising as a really straight up example. Um, Mech actually did like Mountain Equipment Co-op did a really good yeah. campaign around this through email marketing. Um, they sent out an e-blast last year talking about how you know they've inadvertently been whitewashing. You know, there's everything like their ads, their you know the media that they create, the content they put out. It's all these fit you know white couples running up mountainsides, and that's right. not who's going outside. It's all Canadians. It's all people. It's all bodies. Yeah. It's everybody. And so, you know, they said that we want to do better and we want to showcase like who's really out there. Um, And there's actually an Instagram account that I follow that I'm obsessed with called Unlikely Hikers. Mm -hmm. And what's great about them is they show people in wheelchairs that are out, you know, hiking and checking out the outdoors. They show all different backgrounds, all different body types, and they even include like alt text at the bottom to describe what the photo is so that if you have somebody who's using a phone that you know maybe there's have visual impairment oh, cool. when it's reading them the content it's going to give them a, an actual description of what they're looking at so being aware that your customer base is is really all people with all diverse backgrounds all various abilities and being able to include those people in your marketing is going to take you a long way now like for me as a business owner i'm mm-hmm. I've never, I'm never quite sure. Um, like I use LinkedIn a lot 
Yeah. And I feel like LinkedIn's had a real uh, resurgence. resurgence. Totally. Because I feel like it's it's a really, truly organic platform. Mm -hmm. So if you like something mm -hmm. that someone's not on, uh, I'm, I'm connected to, but mm -hmm. it's really good content, like almost 100% of the time I will see that, right? Yeah. Just based on your engagements. Um, Facebook used to be that way. It's not that way anymore. No. But like as a business, I try to focus on, on um, really LinkedIn yeah. exclusively. Should I be focusing on Instagram as well? Should I be doing the big four? Should I be doing all of them? Should I just be doing one? Like what? Cause, cause I get asked that a lot. Like, totally. Yeah. I mean, it really, it's dependent on a lot of factors. It's who's your audience. You know, who are you selling to? If you're selling to moms, like get on Facebook, that's where they're hanging out. Um, if you're B2B, you know, you should be using LinkedIn. Um, Instagram is great, but you have to have the content to support it. Like a lot of people, especially, you know, I think there's just a lot of miseducation around social media and what the value really is. It's not the silver bullet that people think it is. It can drive sales. It can promote, you know, what it is that you're trying to do, but it's, it's an amplification tool. So you need to be creating meaningful content and then using social media to amplify what you're doing, either through your website or, you know, your blog strategy, or you're putting out great video content or podcasts or, you know, whatever it is that you're doing, social media just amplifies that. It's not just throwing everything on there and going, why don't I have sales or why isn't this working? I've been doing this for two weeks and I'm not selling anything it's like it's a slow process it's yeah. very much if you build it they will come but it takes conscientious effort and consistent effort and really good content just due to the saturation you know of everything available to us yeah yeah so what kind of authentic content would really resonate then can you maybe just give me some examples sure um i think that Podcast marketing is a really great way of the future. It's yes, it easy. is. Podcast marketing, number one thing. Woohoo. Woo it is, but it's easy to consume and it gives you options. Like you can you can break it down. You can enjoy a, a long form conversation. You know, I can sit down yeah. and listen to it on my commute, or you can break that down and share it as snack size bites through video or through audio snippets yeah. or quotes across different platforms and channels. And you can tailor that content to be valuable across different channels. So I think podcast marketing is great. Um, I think there's also going to be a lot of trends around like how technology is going to be influencing social media. Um, we're already seeing with chatbots, uh, you mm -hmm. know, people leveraging things like this. So there's definitely a lot of advancements that are happening and that will give people more tools to use on social media. Um, yeah. Kind of amplify their stuff even more. Yeah. I, I, I've always been curious in terms of like posts. Um, like, is it the day-to-day, -day, like, say if you're a business owner, is it the day-to-day -day stuff that really resonates? Like, you're taking pictures of, you know, like, before a meeting or maybe, stuff. you know, behind-the-scenes stuff? Or is it, like, the the, the well-designed, curated posts I like that it. are really going to... I like a two-pronged um, approach, I think. Um, having a plan is always, I'm a planner. I love having an itinerary. Yep. Like even for when I go on vacation, like wake well, up at this time. For sure. And I think for social media, that's a no-brainer. Yeah. Like you need to have one but, of those. But you have a detailed plan with your yeah. KPIs, you know, your key performance indicators, mm -hmm. what you want to be doing, what are you trying to achieve this quarter, what are your business goals and title into that. Um, but then you also need that ad hoc content. You know, what's cool that's happening in your business? Grab photos of that, share that on Instagram stories, make some videos yeah. go live and talk to your audience directly you know answer their questions um that kind of stuff is really going to resonate with people and you can have but then you because you have your kind of 
not set it and forget it because I don't think you should ever forget about your social media, but because you have a plan in place, you already know something's going out on a daily basis that's tailored, that's going to achieve some results. And then you can build on top of that with your ad hoc content and just amplify even more. Nice. Do you think, um, stories are more effective than just normal posts and when it comes to like Facebook and Instagram right now? Uh, personally, yes. Yeah. I, I mean, even myself as an Instagram user, when I go on, if I'm you know, sitting in the back of an Uber on my way home and I'm just scrolling through mindlessly double tapping stuff, that's a surface engagement. It doesn't yeah. mean anything. Right. I saw a picture that maybe I liked. I don't even know if I'm following that person. Yeah, right. Um, the stories are a lot more engaging. I might want to respond to them. I might want to reshare it to my own stories. Yeah. I, I send them to my friends as DMs and go look at this cool video. You can add more content to it, to you, it and yeah. like the, the gifts and Absolutely. countdowns and questions and interact with your audience a lot more, which is really cool. Exactly. Yeah. And I find like myself as a user, I go on, I look at the stories before I even scroll through the feed and that's, that's most people. Yeah. And people like my wife, she doesn't even like, she barely posts same normal post anymore like like the way that used to be it's all stories now right yeah it's same for me uh on my personal account and a lot of my friends like i'll look at their stories to keep up with what's happening in their life i haven't posted on facebook in yeah months yeah you see your last last post 2013 totally and like instagram like i'll post a photo here and there but i don't even look stories yeah it's it's the stories now and you know, using Facebook stories, just finding all the different avenues to get out there. Yeah, I didn't really think Facebook stories was going to pick up. It had a slow go there for it a did. while, but now it's starting. Now to I see, some... I, I see it a lot. I think it's because um, they're forcing it. No, it, well, they for sure are because <laughs> I remember I tried to post something to Instagram. This was a couple months ago, and then they automatically selected to post it to Facebook as well. Don't do that, guys. Yeah, just warning. Please stop. Post using... post to the channel that you're going to be posting at, right? Natively or schedule yeah. it using. Buffer or Hootsuite or whatever your preferred yeah. sprout, whatever your preferred tool is, but stop like when you post on Facebook and it's like, do you want to share this on Instagram? Stop saying yes. Right. Like the you have all the hashtags that aren't yeah. even relevant, and or the copy is wrong, or like the tag is wrong. It the media might not be the right size. Like tailor your content to each channel, cool. and you're gonna have good results. If you're just and like, there's nothing worse than going on Twitter and looking at somebody's profile and it's just like the reshare, the repush, and it tells you. And I'm like, I don't care about something that I can see two words of. Like, it has to be tailored per channel. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, anything else you want to talk about, Emily? I thought... Yeah, I feel like I... I don't know. I feel like it's so many (laughs) things on my list. I know. I don't know if I did a good job articulating things. I don't know. I think just being authentic to who you are, like your true customers are really going to resonate with that mm-hmm. and just understanding that social media is a tool in your toolkit. And I feel like consistency is so huge with it. People, they post for a month or two and then stop and then they stop and then they give well, up. And I've been guilty of that too. You're just like, it's not worth the chore because you understand that as you mentioned before, social media is an ap- amplification of your business. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's like a holistic part, a part of your marketing, That's right. but it's still, you know, in the back of your mind, you're just like, well, man, I wish I could really get a customer out of this. And you, you can, and, it's possible. Oh, for sure. I've done it. And people do all <laughs> yeah. the time. I've done it as well too. Totally. Um, seeing your Good post job, on social five. media. Yes. We need Clients. To, we need to redo that one later. <laughs> um, yeah. but Oh God, I lost my train of thought. No. Well, in terms of like, um, well, now I lost the high five. It really? Me up. Yeah. <laughs> messed us up it did no like we're talking about uh like 
consistency. It's, yes, yeah. it is. There's nothing worse than going on someone's account and seeing that the last thing they posted was like 2017. They're, I know. And they see that they're so into it for so long and yeah. then they just kind of gave up. So. Well, and I'll just caveat this because I want people to come check me out. Yeah. Um, but, you know, when I started, I'm I'm new in my business, been doing this two and a half years. I had all the time in the world when I first started because I had not a lot of clients, yeah. you know what I mean? So I had tons of time to dedicate to doing this content strategy for myself and posting on social media and doing cool things. And then I got really busy doing work for clients and got tired and didn't want to do it anymore. And so yeah. I actually went through and archived everything because I was like, I'd rather somebody come and see a quote unquote placeholder account than see an account that was like half done and abandoned. Right. So that, That's you fine. know, if you have a, if you have an account that you've abandoned, maybe just go through and on Instagram, you can archive everything or, you know, just make it look like Good it's tip. fresh. Yeah. And then I was able to come back, but it's funny because, you know, I tout myself as this, social media expert, which I think that I am, I'm good at it. Um, but then, you know, people go check out my business account and I've got under 200 followers right now because mm -hmm. I let it sit for so long. Right. So, you know, check me out soon. Maybe by the time this airs, we'll be at like 2000, <laughs> who knows? But <laughs> yeah, it's just going to skyrocket after this is released for sure. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? I've got 200 super engaged people that, and, and that's another thing too. It's not all about follower numbers. count. It's about engagement, right? Those are just fake surface stats now. Right. Like we look at, you know, influencers, reaching out to say, well, I have like 1.2 million followers, so give me a free stay at your hotel. And it's like, yeah, but you, half of those are bot accounts. You paid for them. They're not engaged people. Like, I'd rather spend the $5,000 you want on Google yeah. ads or Facebook so ads. So you'd rather want 500 engaged followers than you would 5,000. Um, every day of the week. Ones, yeah. Every day of the week. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, Emily, I really appreciate you coming on. Thanks for having me. I learned me. a ton. Social media, very important in your business. Um, so if, if it, this is a good opportunity for you just to, just, just, just to plug yourself, how do people find out more about you, sure. learn more about you? Uh, so my company name is Patak & Co. It's P-T-A-K. It's a Polish name. It's my last name. It means bird in Polish. Love it. Fun little fact for you. <laughs> so uh, you can go to emilypatak.com to find my website. Um, I do offer a content or social media audit. Um, they're $500 each. You can get both for $800. Nice. I go through uh, your social media or your content along with that of your competitors and give you some actionable steps that you can implement right away to improve things. And if you need to take it a step further, I'm always available to have a coffee and chat about your needs um yeah so reach out or you can always shoot me an email at emily at emilypatak.com thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to the bvs podcast if you enjoyed this content we'd appreciate a couple things please tell your friends if they feel like this might be something worth listening to, please give us a five-star rating on iTunes or a high rating on whatever type of platform that you are listening on. It really helps the show and helps us grow and helps us continue. So we really appreciate your support on that. The BVS podcast is created and produced by Blind Viking Studios in Calgary, Alberta. Blind Viking helps business owners get customers online by creating and distributing purposeful video and audio content. In a nutshell, we produce podcast, video content, live stream content, and then hook you up with a distribution plan that gets your content seen. We can also do the grunt work. We do editing, mixing, mastering, and more. If you want more info, you can always check out the website at blindviking.com. Thank you very much, and until next time.